Hello, and welcome to the Bethesda Podcast feed. It's here you can find all of our recorded services. And for more information, you can visit us at GoBethesda.com. We hope you enjoy. You got to have. Every once in a while, that man of God's got to come by and tell you he loves you. Every once in a while, he's got to come pat you on the back. Every once in a while, he's got to come rebuke you a little bit. Pastor's got the worst job in the house besides the sound man. <laughs> you know why? Because when that trumpet blows and he's standing before the Lord, pastor's got to answer for every one of us first. And then when he's done answering for us, then he has to answer for him himself and his family. Woo! So what you do is, is, before you do something crazy, you might need to stop and ask yourself, how's this going to affect my pastor? <laughs> before you twist off on somebody and say, boy, who is pastor going to have to answer for that one for me? Uh-oh, boy, it's getting, I'm, getting, yeah, I'm getting a couple laughs and one head nod. Yeah. It ain't what would Jesus do. <laughs> It's what's my pastor going to have to say. Uh-oh. That's a bummer. Being the pastor. I was an assistant. I blamed everything on the pastor. I'd say, per the pastor. Per the pastor. The pastor said, you better stop that. Then I'd go tell the pastor, this is what I said about you. Yeah, so look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, you look better than I do. Some of you are going to have to cross your fingers and ask the Lord to forgive you. But uh, we're going to have fun here, huh? Yeah. How many's glad you're in the house of the Lord tonight? Boy, I'm excited. Thank you all for letting me come back. I thought I, thought I liked that. So how many, yeah, how many enjoyed Sunday night? I know I had fun. Yeah. Let's just see if you remember something from Sunday night. Praise the Lord, church. Oh, yeah. Y'all fast learners. I've been going to some churches for 10 years. They still can't do that. Thank God. That's all right. Sammy don't have a slow leak here. So anyway, we're having fun, huh? All right. The Bible said, behold, he said, I'm the Lord. He said, I'm the God of all flesh. He said, is there anything too hard for me? Can anybody answer that? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? That's what I'm going to preach just for a few moments. Nothing too hard for God. Is that all right? There's nothing too hard for God. Do you believe that? God's going to touch some people here tonight. God's going to heal some people here tonight. We've already heard of a miracle from Sunday night, huh? To God be the glory. God's a good God, is he not? Give him another hand clap of praise before you sit down. Glad we got part of my family here with me. And uh, I'm excited. You can sit down. Miracles, everybody loves the sound of the word, but I really do believe that I am in a place that believes in the miracle-working power of God. Can I tell somebody that the days of miracles are not over, but they've only just begun? What makes miracles happen? It's not our ability. It's not our talent. It's not in some old name and claim it or a blab it and grab it kind of place, but miracles uh, are only done by the awesome power 
power of God. That Bible said, let every soul be subject unto a higher power. For there is no power but of God, and the power that is ordained of God. He said, whoso therefore ever he resists the ordinance of God shall receive it of themselves damnation. He said, but now it is high time that you awake out of sleep, for now is your salvation nearer than you could ever believe. Can I tell somebody, my God is alive and well. My God is not a dead God. My God is not a dried up God. My God is not a plucked up God. My God is not some God that is stuck off in a corner, but my God is alive and well. When I call upon the name of the Lord, something's going to happen. When I call upon the name of the Lord, something's going to transpire. When I call upon the name of the Lord, he's going to come to my rescue. Can I tell somebody here at the house, when you call upon the name of Jesus, anything is possible. Men are not faith healers. Men are not problem solvers. Men are not soul satisfiers or body healers. All a man is uh, is a vessel used uh, by an awesome God. Uh, but that Bible said that it's not by might uh, and it's not by power, but it is by my spirit, say the Lord of hosts. Uh, can I tell somebody that God uh, is looking for somebody that says I'm not leaving here the same way that I came. Uh, I'm about to get a miracle. I'm about to be set free. God is about to work out on my behalf. Can I tell somebody you need to put a little feet on your faith uh, and say I'm about to get my blessing from God. Uh, you need to get rid of stinking thinking. Get an old checkup from the neck up and say God uh, is about to work on my behalf. Uh, you need to get it in your spirit that when you call uh, upon the name of the Lord uh, something uh, is going to happen. Don't be afraid to try to put uh, a little feet on your faith uh, and say, God, uh, I'm expecting you uh, to do this. Uh, that Bible tells me that it is impossible for God to lie. Uh, I don't care what the doctor says. Uh, I don't care what the lawyer says. Uh, I don't care what the bankers say. Uh, I don't care what my neighbors say. Uh, when God gets ready to bless somebody, uh, there's nothing too hard for God. Uh, my God uh, can do anything. Can I tell somebody in the building. It is not humanistic thinking, but it is faith in an unfailing God. That when you say, Lord, i got to have a miracle and I want it now. I want you to bless me and I want it now. I'm telling somebody here tonight, you might have to dance in advance and say, I'm about to get my miracle. I'm about to be set free. God is about to work out on my behalf. I'm a believer that when I call upon the name of the Lord, that things are going to happen. I'm a believer that when I call upon the name of the Lord, that God begins to move upon my behalf. I'm a believer that when I call upon the name of the Lord, that God can do anything. Somebody says, why do you keep saying you a believer? Because I done seen blind eyes open. I done seen deaf ears unstop. I've seen the dead raised. Uh-oh. I've seen limbs go straight. I've seen cancer leave. I've seen tumors leave. None of that gets you to heaven, but it is cool to see. Because you can go to heaven crippled. You can go to heaven sick in your body. 
You can go to heaven with all kind of hell breaking loose. But that Bible said unless a man has been born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Can I tell somebody God is alive and well? There's nothing too hard for God. I don't care what nobody says. I'm telling you what the word of God says. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot not enter the kingdom of God. Bible said, but what if some did not believe? Shall the unbelief make the faith of God without effect? The Bible said, God forbid, let God be true and every man a liar. Can I tell somebody, God has dealt to every person in this building a measure of faith. I don't know where your faith is tonight in this house, but everybody has a measure of faith. You can take that grain of mustard seed. You can put it in the ground and they say it can grow a vine up to 25 feet long. I don't know where your faith is tonight, but I do know one thing. When you walked into this house, God said, whatever you want, I can abundantly satisfy. Whatever you're looking for, I can take care of it. Whatever you're searching for, I've got the answer. I'm telling somebody, there's nothing too hard for God. You say you believe God uh, can take care of my situation? Yep. You believe God uh, can take care uh, of the things that's going on in my mind and in my body and in my spirit? Yes. uh, Because here's why. To be a success for God, uh, first, uh, he has to be a success in you. Uh, What you've got to do is get in your spirit that God can do anything. You need to get in your mind uh, that God can handle anything. Uh, I told you Sunday night, but I'm I'm going to say it again. You got to face it until you feel it. When you don't feel like shouting, you ought to shout. When you don't feel like running in the aisles, you ought to run the aisles. When you don't feel like clapping your hands, you ought to clap your hands. When you don't feel like dancing, you ought to dance. When you don't feel like singing, you ought to sing. When you don't feel like giving, you ought to give. Why? Because there's nothing too hard. For God. He said, and it's going to come to pass that afterward I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. He said, sons and daughters are going to prophesy. Old men are going to dream dreams. Young men are going to see visions. He said, also upon the servants and the handmaiden in those days uh, will I pour out of my spirit. He said, therefore, if any man be in Christ. Uh, He is a new creature. He said, all things uh, are passed away, but behold, uh, all things are or become new. He said, Behold, I go before you, and I'm going to make crooked places straight. He said, I'm going to be a lamp unto your feet, light unto your path. Can I tell somebody in the building, when you put your trust in God, everything is going to change. When you put your trust in the hand, I'm telling you, in God, there's nothing impossible for Him. He is the I am in the impossible, which makes it possible. Can I tell somebody, my God is alive and well. If you've ever been healed, uh, you ought to shout right now. Uh, If God's ever given you a miracle, you ought to shout right now. If God's ever worked out something on your behalf, you ought to shout right now. There's nothing too hard for God. 
You say, so you literally believe the Lord can do anything. I'm telling you, the Lord can do anything. The Lord can handle anything. There's not one thing God can't fix with a miracle. There's not one situation that God, I'm telling you, can't handle. You say, man, it's like you're putting him out there. Let me tell you something. You can't put God in a box. He's omni, omnipotent present. You can't put God. God's everywhere. If you're frontward, if you go up, he's there. If you're going backwards, he's there. If you're falling down, he's there. If you think you're floating out of here, he's there. To the left, to the right, God is always there. I'm telling you, he's here for the asking. You got to get it in your spirit that I'm about to muster up some faith. Uh, and I'm about to ask of God some things uh, that in the world it might not seem like it's possible but with God uh, all things are possible what you say is what you're going to get what you speak that's what God's going to do what you decree and declare that's what God's going to let happen Uh, your miracle is in your mouth what you say is what you're going to get that's why I don't use the words incredible, impossible, unbelievable. Why? Those words are negative. Huh? You ever met people that ain't sick but they can't wait to get sick? How you doing? I'm so sick. I'll probably be sick next week too. I told some, I was at some place. I said some people love to get sick so they can just see their name on the screen. <laughs> They say, yes, I made the screen again. I'm number three. Whew. Man, I got at least two more weeks. Huh? You got me? Amen. I, I'm telling you. Listen, it don't matter how it looks. God's alive and well. It don't matter how it feels. God's alive and well. I don't care what kind of reports you get. God is alive and well. There's not one thing that God can't fix, can't handle, or can't take care of. What you say is what you're going to get. What you decree and declare is what's going to happen. That's why it didn't matter how I feel. When I get up, I got to get in my mind. Number one, I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh-oh, you got to get in your mind that I'm blessed and highly favored. You got to get in your mind that God is on my side. You got to get in your mind. I don't care what's happening, what's going on, what's being said. The God that I serve, uh, he said, listen, I've got it all under control. Can I tell somebody your miracle is in your mouth? Uh, what you need to say uh, is that I'm blessed and highly favored. Uh, I'm not... Oh. I'm a believer that when I call upon him, that something is going to happen. Power's in your words. What you say is what you're going to get. What you speak, that's what's going to happen. That's like Peter. I know everybody loves to uh, preach about Peter walking on the water. I just got a different concept on that. I don't think he walked on the water myself. You say, oh, my God, you're getting out of the Bible now. I done seen heads go. Yeah. I ain't, I, no, Bible, the Bible said he said only I tread the water alone. Uh-oh. He said, well, what happened to Peter? Well, just let me, let, can, can, can we just go out a little bit? I've just been preaching a couple minutes. I ain't going to preach much longer. There's old Peter in the boat. All right? We're going to act like, okay, they had them periscopes. You know what I'm talking about, like on Pirates of the Caribbean. We're going <laughs> to. We can say that here, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. And my boy, they looking out there, 
They're looking real good. Peter in the boat got all the fellows with him. Peter said, hey, boys, do y'all think that's the Lord out there? They said, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's him. Peter said, how you know, how you know? This ain't the Bible, but if I'd have wrote the Bible, see, that's what I'd have said, how you know, how you know? <laughs> but I didn't. They didn't ask me. And they said, yep, that's the Lord out there. I said, how you know that's the Lord? I said, well, he's tall, dark-complected, long hair, a beard, a white robe, and sandals. Yep, that's Jesus. Because that's what he looks like on funeral fans and screen doors <laughs> on Fox News. Not everybody knows about funeral fans. You got to be where I'm from to know about funeral fans. Peter said, you really think that's him out there? I don't know, I don't know, let's look again. They said, let's focus. They said, oh yeah. Yep, Peter, that's got to be him. Said, yep, tall, dark complected, beard, long hair, white robe, and sandals. That is Jesus. <laughs> Peter says, that's him. Peter says, what? It's in your Bible. I didn't make it up. He said, Lord, if... Let me stop right there. My daddy told me one time, if we got any fishermen or fisherwomen in the house, you like to go fishing? Look at that. Oh, look at that. Here what my daddy told me. My daddy told me one time, he said, son, if worms had machine guns, <laughs> birds wouldn't eat them. That's if. If frogs had wings, they wouldn't. Y'all know the rest. That's him. Peter says, hey, Lord, if that's you, did he not? If that's you, what'd he say? Bid me to come. Did he not? Yeah. And what did the Lord say? The Lord said, come. So when Peter stepped out of the boat, he didn't step on the water. He stepped on the word. Because the Lord said, I am the word, the truth. And the life. Woo so when he stepped out the boat, Brother Hugh, he didn't step on water. He stepped on the word. You said, oh, you're playing with words. Well, I'll go a little further then. Jesus is down at Jairus' house, goofing around. Mary and Martha saying, hey, you better go get Jesus. Lazarus is about to die. Jesus is just chilling out. They've been telling him, your daughter's dead. Jesus says, she ain't dead. I'm finna speak the word. It's in the Bible. I didn't make it up. They kept running back saying, you better get down here. Your cousin is about to click out of here. Jesus is still down at Jairus' house. Jesus hung out about four days. Because when he got to Lazarus, the Bible said he'd been dead. For, it wasn't nothing to lay dormant one, two, or three days. It was on the fourth day, read your Bible, when the priest would come by and confirm they dead. So the Lord had to hang out at Jairus' house to make sure that everybody would say, they dead. Fourth. So then he shows up, he stands, and he looks, and here's what he says. Bible says that Jesus wept. Then the Bible says, he says, roll away the stone. He had just got finished saying you could look at the mountain and say, remove hence to yonder place, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Man, if you move a mountain, why is he asking people to move the stone? Here's why. Because every once in a while, God wants participation from his people. 
Don't expect him to do nothing if you ain't expecting to do something. If you sat there like a knot on a deer pickle, why would he do anything for you? So he said, hey, Jesus wept. He said, roll away the stone. And what did he say? Lazarus, come forth. The words. Lazarus didn't come out like no bunny rabbit like they do at the Passion Play. Where they do the little ice and then and then Lazarus comes out like this. Lazarus didn't come. Bible didn't say Lazarus come out like no bunny rabbit. Bible says Lazarus came forth. See when that word, uh oh, when that word got to that flesh, it had no choice but to get up. You say, boy, you're really playing on words. Well, let me show you what else the word said. The word being Jesus Christ. Truth is Jesus Christ. But let me show you what the word said. Here's what the word said. The word said, destroy this temple, and I'll raise it up. In three days. What the word done is that he prophesied. He sealed it in an envelope of love. He laid it in the tomb. And when the flesh got there, it had no choice but to get up. Because the word had already been spoken. That word says you have not because you ask not. That word says what? Oh, come on. I'm not going to ask amiss. But when I open my mouth and say, God, I'm asking you to work on my behalf. I'm asking you to do this for me. The Lord can do anything. So what are you saying? I'm telling you there's nothing too hard for God. God can do anything. So you say you believe he can take care of my situation? You can sit down. You believe he can take care of my situation? Yep. You believe he can handle what's going on in my life? No doubt about it. You, you, you believe he's a, a concerned enough that he can uh, do something that I'm asking him for? Sure. You know what I like about it? He didn't put no stipulation. He didn't say you had to pay. He didn't say you had to beg. He didn't say you had to have the right last name. He, he didn't ask about your education. He didn't ask about your financial status. He didn't ask about your heritage. He said, Who will, whosoever will, let him come and drink from the what? The life that is freely given. Oh, free. Yeah. Isn't, that am isn't that amazing that you can come and get something from the Lord for free? Ooh, what a God. Man, he was doing giveaways way back in the Bible days. <laughs> Some people hate giveaways. I say, why? The Lord did it. <laughs> did he not? Yes. Come and drink. He said, you know what? I can let you drink from a well that will never run dry. He said, I can let you drink from the well that it runs freely. See, and the deal is sometimes we want to ask God for things all sheepish, like, oh, I don't even know. Listen to me. Don't worry about if you're worthy or not. Oh, you're not. Don't, don't worry if you're perfect or not. You're not. There ain't no wings and halos in here tonight. If so, they'd be held up by horns. Bump your neighbor say, you ain't perfect. Now, you look back at him and say, I know. I mean, I'm so close, though. It's a, I mean, I'm, I'm just a hair away. 
I told somebody one day, I said, I gotta do something wrong at least once a week to keep my foot on the ground, I'm so perfect. <laughs> then I had to ask the Lord to forgive me for lying. <laughs> ain't nobody perfect in here. But here's what's so nice about God. If you want something, you can ask him. If you need something, you can have it. If you're looking for God to do something on your behalf, he says, you know what? I can do that. So tonight, nobody's going to call us out. I'm done preaching. No, nobody's going to make us do anything that we don't want to do. No, nobody's going to force us to do anything. But in a few minutes, we're, we're going to come to the front as a family, and we're just going to talk to God. In a few moments, we're just going to come, and it's going to be simple. I'm going to even lead us, but it's going to be so simple. You're just going to say, hey, God, it's me. This is what I need. See, he knows what you need. He just wants to know, are you willing to admit it? He knows what you're thinking right now. See, the Lord works from the end to the beginning, and we work from the beginning to the end. The Lord knows what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't. The Lord, it's, I know people love to know what time it is. It's 7.56. <laughs> you say, and he's got four minutes. He better hurry. <laughs> yeah. So you see, the Lord works from the end to the beginning, and we work from the beginning to the end. The Lord knows what you're thinking right now. The Lord knows what you're concerned about right now. The, the Lord knows what you've been, I mean, what you've been having in your mind or in your spirit right now. He knows, and he says, but here it is. I'm here for the asking. That's what he wants to know. Are you willing to just ask me? You have not because you ask. So tonight, nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. And just a few moments. And the reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes, because I know somebody in here is wondering why <laughs> I've said that. The reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes, is first of all, I want us to be real with ourselves. Second reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is because we live in a very nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor goes, hey, what'd you do? <laughs> and then you're like, well, I've done that. And they're like, oh, I can't believe you've done that. You're like, I know, I know. I wasn't even planning on it, I know. And they won't leave it alone. They're like, but you did. You're like, I know. I know. You ain't got to keep bringing it up. I know. Yeah. And then you're thinking, man, I got to get out of this or they're not going to shut up. And you say, hey, by the way, wasn't even my fault. The devil made me do it. Sometimes the devil goes, oh, I didn't even think of that. Sometimes the devil says, I haven't been to Bethesda in weeks. And I finally show back up, and now they're lying on me again. I'm offended. I'll tell your neighbor what you've done. Your neighbor can't forgive you. It's open booth Wednesday here, baby. 
devil can't forgive you. Your neighbor can't forgive you. Ain't no man can forgive you. Only Jesus Christ can forgive you. That's who you tell. Hey, Lord, I made a boo-boo. He said, I know. I've been waiting on to see if you remember making a boo-boo. This is what I need, Lord. He said, no problem. I got it handled. You say, wait a minute. Is it that simple? That Bible says, if you just repent, he's just to forgive. Why do we want to make it so hard? I can't figure out why people want to make it so hard to talk. You know, I told somebody the other day, I said, Jesus is the only boss that will fire you and still let you work for him. <laughs> Ask Saul about that. Hmm. Uh-oh. He said, whatever you need, I can do it. So nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. In a few minutes, we'll come to the front as a family. And the third reason I ask people to bow their head and close their eyes is this simple reason. I don't want nobody to say, I made it to church tonight on a Wednesday, and I'm leaving the same way that I came. Why would we? I didn't say you, I said we. Why would we leave the same way that we came? So nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. In a few minutes, we'll come to the front and talk to the Lord as a family. And whatever we need, let's believe that he'll do that. Everybody good with that? Yes. All right, bow your head and close your eyes. Every head bow, every eye close. Nobody's looking around. It's between you and the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody in this building here tonight, you got pain in your body right now. Thank you for joining us. And for more information, you can visit us at GoBethesda.com. You can also visit us in person at 15050 Daigle Road, Prairieville, Louisiana. Services are at 10 a.m. Sunday and 7 p.m. on Wednesday.